RTTV is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Keep your information private and secure with ExpressVPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash RTTV. Big thank you to ExpressVPN for sponsoring RTTV. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Receipt Podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm Barbara. And I'm Pickle Gus. Got pickles. Gavin, Watch you listen, like an, Gus. An adorable troll doll. <laughs> I think, well, I'm, I'm on a quest to look more and more of a prick each week that goes by. <laughs> and I think uh, all-time high today. Yeah, I like I think, it, though. Where are you, you may have peaked to too put... early with a man bun. Maybe. Well, I mean, it doesn't... The, it's hard to see with the headphones, but the sides aren't long enough to go in, so they just wisp out at the sides. It's I also a look, don't know which, which, which edge of the headphones are they supposed to, is the top bun supposed to poke out? Is like the it front or the back? The front... Or am I going to get it out the back? Because at the moment, my can you split it down are... the middle? Well, like cut a hole in <laughs> make the headphones. A, make a bun. Like if you put the headphones on and then make a bun over the headphone oh. thing, so it just has like oh. a headband in between it. Dude, that's, like, def that's definitely the correct way to do it. That's next week. That's what we do. <laughs> so then you go to take off your headphones, <laughs> but they're stuck in your hair. <laughs> Guarantee oh. you'll forget. You, you just sleep with them. You just keep them. They're just part of your life. You just always have headphones on. Always be headphoning. Abh. And I'll make sure they're uh, on backwards. Yeah, I'll make, make sure they're not on backwards. Uh, I guess a little bit of housekeeping before we get too deep into the podcast. Uh, we have... Uh, ooh, someone's cracking open a cold one. We have a, a, a special segment at the end of the podcast uh, this week. We, uh, Gavin and I were lucky to do an interview with uh, Steve-O. We got a chance to talk with him. So uh, stay tuned at the end of the podcast. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll have that here. So just letting you all know right now so you don't, you don't like... Leave us. You don't, Do you think you there's don't, you people don't. here who don't know who Stevo is? There's no way. That's, that seems impossible. It's an icon. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> our. I mean, we have a, a wider range of people in our audience, especially in ages. So I wonder if like people maybe a little younger don't know Jackass or Stevo or that but whole group. Well, they will soon enough. But <laughs> 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 he, he's like we, we, he's like one of those people who has just one name. Yeah, we right. talked about that in the discussion, yeah. didn't we? Like, like Beyonce. That's, yeah, that, that's icon. I think I said Madonna because I'm an old, crusty old man. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my frame of reference. But yeah, like Beyonce, as the kids would say. I, I, uh, I, uh, and I said this in the thing, but I, I grew up watching him. And I remember specifically when he did, when he went off the high dive wearing stilts, I remember just thinking to myself, that is the most dangerous thing I've ever seen in my life. And it was at the time. I mean, obviously people have done crazier shit on the internet because it's hard it's easy to get access to that stuff now but that was a nut <laughs> stunt the yeah. chat is just catching up with us talking about steve-o and uh. literally it's half and half of yo that's so cool and who <laughs> 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 uh, he, he was uh one of the the, the people on uh, jackass which was an old uh show on mtv well, he's, he's done way more since then he did a, a bunch of other tv shows and um I mean, we talk about some of his past projects in the interview you should check it out uh, maybe Google him, and uh, you'll learn what a Stevo is. <laughs> Ask your parents. What <laughs> a Stevo is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was super cool to to get to talk to him, and uh, really, really, uh, I think it's I think it was it turned out really interesting. So stay tuned. That is coming later. Don't wanna don't wanna spoil too much uh, about that. Uh, so podcast this week. So we had a game that we had queued up last week that we wanted to play, but we didn't get to it. I'm hoping that we have time uh, to get to it this week. Uh, should we just do it right now? Let's just do it right now, right? Well, I, I was going to eat the pickles, but I guess why? why let's, all right, uh, all right Ooh, Bernie. I don't know. Pickles, game, 
hearing about Chris's uh, holiday vacation, which I'm sure some stuff happened. There's there's three different options we have here. I'm gonna eat your poison. Do this. No, you get botulism. So, have you had any yet, Gus? No, it smells good. It smells like pickles. So this oh, is the first with a fork. First reaction, yeah, I wanna, huh? I don't want to get my hands all like pickle juicy. What is, is that, that in the middle? middle? It looks like a pickle. Did you make these, Gus? I made these pickles. Is that thing to keep the pickles submerged? What is that? <laughs> yeah, it's like I'll show you. It's uh, so that they didn't float up to the top. I put um, the top of a G Fuel canister in there. <laughs> <laughs> that looks familiar. <laughs> to keep it all weighed down. There was a stone on top of it too, but I think the stone fell off, so it must be at the bottom of the jar Did somewhere. Did it also dye that thing yellowish green, or was it that color before? It was that color already. Oh, okay, never mind. You're gonna so. start the the newest G Fuel flavor. Pickle juice. <laughs> How's the texture? It's a little soggy. It's not as crisp as I would have hoped. It doesn't have the same flavor. I guess because it's not vinegar. It's a salt water. Uh, I did a like a salt water brine, which is the old way of making pickles. It doesn't taste like a pickle I've ever had before. Uh, it definitely has like a dill flavor, but uh, it's missing that the vinegar aspect. Mm. Isn't that what you didn't include vinegar, right? And there was an, the ability to include it, and you just chose not to. That's what you're taking from this, is that the ingredient you didn't put in isn't there. <laughs> but I'm just pointing out how, it, how it's different. Um, it, it doesn't, like, even though it's a salt water or, like, a brine uh, pickling, it doesn't taste, like, super salty. It doesn't taste that different than a normal pickle, just no vinegar aspect. I mean, I put it... dill and garlic in there, so, I mean, it tastes like a pickle I would normally eat. It's just so is it soggier. closer to a pickle or a cucumber in taste? It's definitely a pickle. If it was, a, if it tasted like a cucumber, I would spit it out immediately. He wouldn't have finished that whole <laughs> yeah. thing if it tasted anything like a cucumber. I hate cucumbers. It's actually really good. Um, I'm not gonna lie. That's let, a tasty pickle. I, so I feel like the let me danger make this statement though. If if you if you hate cucumbers, if you like pickles, you don't hate cucumbers. I think that's a that's a rule. They taste totally different. You can't argue with me. You cannot tell me that a pickle tastes like a cucumber. <laughs> You're yeah, a fool like if you think pickles taste like cucumber. <laughs> I think thing. Trevor likes cucumber but doesn't like pickle. That... Yeah, I mean, I'm not big on a pickled cucumber. I like a cucumber. But still, it's you the same pickle. thing. Can you, you can pickle everything, right? You can pickle lots of things. Uh, Barbara asked me to pickle a banana for her. How did oh, that I did. I haven't done it yet. So I was waiting to oh. eat these pickles first to see how it turned out. So Chris, you weren't here when I uh, first talked about the pickles, but the people in the community kept telling me that the big danger is that if you didn't sanitize everything properly, that you can give yourself botulism. <laughs> 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 so that's why I'm eating the pickle now to make sure that it's safe and I know how to do this before I start pickling and making things for other people. Okay. And you were saying so that botulism die. makes you shit yourself to death? Like pretty much, yeah. And uh like it's a, a shitty death, literally. I was told it was not always fatal. Yeah, I think you can if you have like you can overcome it, it, but I don't want to go to the hospital. How's right. it different to dysentery? Uh I think dysentery's from not getting enough fruit. <laughs> right? I thought that was also shitting yourself to death. I don't... Let's see. Don't botulism Sailors is a, get dysentery. Botulism is a rare but serious illness caused by a toxin that attacks the body's nerves. Uh, bot symptoms of botulism usually start with weakness of the muscles that control the eyes, face, mouth, and throat. Oh my... That's so much... That's so different to shitting yourself. This weakness it's a nerve disease? Yeah, this weakness may spread to the neck, arms, torso, and legs. Botulism can also weaken the muscles involved in breathing, 
which can lead to difficulty breathing and even death. If I had read that before I ate the pickle, I wouldn't have eaten the pickle. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. You thought you were just going to get the shit. I thought I was going to get worse. I would just collapse. start shitting myself. You followed instructions, though. Like, I feel like you'll be okay. Right? Yeah, like, you'd have to probably mess it up pretty bad in order to get botulism. Yeah. We'll see. I would, I would think. Like, I, I, I appreciate the vote of confidence, though, Barbara. I think you did it right. I think, Gus, you're very, I think, meticulous in terms of things that you try and little experiments that you take on. So I don't think that you're going to do anything wrong in the process unless the instructions you were following were faulted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, the no. I said I, I, Chris is thinking of scurvy. <laughs> well, scurvy. isn't that the same thing as dysentery? <laughs> no, nope. scur scurvy is a vitamin C deficiency. But I can never well, remember the difference between scurvy and rickets. Is it the same thing? It's all, like, it's all like old ship illnesses, isn't it? Like people at sea would just... They would get it, yeah. Sorry, Rickets I is vitamin no D sickness. deficiency. I thought dysentery mm. is, is kind of like um, food poisoning, but to the extreme. <laughs> I think you're right. That's what I was but, thinking of. Yeah, it's caused Four by Four non-doctors guess about illnesses. Shigella <laughs> bacteria or an amoeba dysentery is often spread through contaminated food or water. A key symptom is bloody diarrhea. There may also be abdominal pain, cramps, fever, and malaise. malaise. Prompt, prompt medical care is needed for bloody diarrhea. Just as a heads up to anybody listening who might have bloody diarrhea. Now you know. Don't yeah. sit on your bloody diarrhea. Get it checked out. <laughs> Please don't. Well, yeah, so Chris, I'm, I'm curious. You asked if I made those pickles. Have you not noticed for the last two weeks I keep pointing out that I was making pickles on the shelf behind me over here? No, I, I this is the first I've hear, heard about any pickles. Like every bit I was of out last week. Oh, you were out last week. But the week before, every bit of content I was in, I had sh I had pickles right here on the shelf. Oh, I must have missed it. Mm -hmm. well, you're also asking for us to be Watch observant, which is a lot to ask these days. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> Although, true. I guess we are look, used to looking at each other at the same on the same backgrounds in everything we do. So if you did have something new, we should notice it. So I'm counteracting my own point. Yeah, but how often do you even bother looking at everyone else? I, I don't look at you guys. I, mean, I, I know what I know. I know what they look like. Do you just make your uh, confidence screen the entire thing on VMix? <laughs> that would be really funny. I should. I do put it over myself, but I also just realized I had the chat completely covering just Barbara's side. Of the oh, screen. cool. <laughs> hey, there you are when you're full screen. Hey. Uh, yeah, it's no, I've, doing I've moved it now. Things. Now it's Man. just covering some of Gus. I uh, I've been so I've been missing traveling so much, and I've been so my eyes real twitchy. I don't know why. Uh, that uh, the other day <laughs> I was uh, I was so bored that I started browsing through YouTube videos on my TV, and I found a a ninety minute YouTube video where it's someone that just walks around the streets of Seoul in the rain, and he doesn't talk or say anything. He just walks around with like a camera on, so it's like. A walking simulator like you're in seoul uh, walking walking around in the rain for 90 minutes and for like i was flipping through stuff i was like i don't want to watch this i don't want to watch this and i put that on and i sat there for 90 minutes watching someone walk <laughs> around <laughs> and i was like that was really enthralling that was really entertaining i'm happy i watched that that happens to Is me it like a 360 one no no it's uh Aww. it's just like in the direction he's going you have no control over it still must be pretty I, relaxing though yeah i tr i traveled uh i went i went to dallas when? Oh, last Dallas. Week? Huh? Last week? Yeah, uh, to visit my brother. Um, mm. And uh, uh, and I, this is like the first time I haven't really traveled. 
but I, I, my brother has a bunch of dogs, and so I decided to take uh, Booger. You know, Booger gets play play friends. How do you do? Uh, that? What do you mean? How do you do? I mean, how, like, how do you oh, do with the other well, dogs? Oh, uh, good with the other dogs. Uh, I left Friday uh, night. You know, like right after we finished that meeting that we had on Friday, and uh, I packed up and left. And mm-hmm. then I'm like about maybe forty five minutes uh to dallas maybe an hour and booger's whining in the back seat and i'm like okay maybe i'll I'll pull over you know maybe he has to go to the bathroom and then as i'm like i'm like driving uh looking for an exit with a gas station and all of a sudden i just hear like like liquid spewing oh no oh no no. (laughs) he's peeing it wasn't pee i was gonna say it probably wasn't pee. it was diarrhea oh no He diarrheaed all over the back seat. Like, to the point where you could hear it flowing and like <laughs> slapping down. Do you have and cloth was, seats in your car? Yes. I Remind do. me uh, to never get in the back seat of your car, Chris. <laughs> but 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 so so then so then I'm like, I'm trying to cause he's like dancing in it. Cause he's like, what do I do? What do I do? Because he's also like got a leash thing, so he can't move. He doesn't have a lot of maneuverability, but he's enough to where he's like freaking out and he's jumping in. He's he's moving around as much as he can. He's splashing around in it. Yeah. And then I'm I'm trying to like hold him away from it, and then I'm also like trying to get to an exit. Uh, so I pull in and I jump out of the car and I get him out of the car and I tie him to a post. And then I just like the, the gas station I go to is closed, and I'm just running around in circles. Like, what do I do? There's so much shit. There's shit everywhere. It's I, I, what, I, what, I don't have anything. The, the the store is closed. Where do I get paper towels? And I'm just like I really I just like circle my car for a while. Um, I did have like a, a, like a seat cover for dogs. So like I was able to like wrap some of it up and shove it into a bag. Did you throw that out immediately or no, 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 I needed it. Um, what? So, well, um, and, and so I'm like trying to clean up the poop and Booger's like whining. And then all of a sudden he like, like trots over to me and is like staring at me all proud and like, look over and he 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 chewed through his leash because he was so like freaking out about all the shit and and me freaking out about he was covered in shit there's just shit everywhere and but he was really <laughs> proud of himself too because he was like oh don't worry about it boss i chewed through that thing that was keeping me away from <laughs> and he's like like just like proud as can be like he's totally fine now um i mean he's covered in poop um and so am i and so is your car yeah but Were yeah you- i, I I would have been freaking out. I would have just been flustered beyond belief. Well, that's why I ran around the car a bunch. Hmm. Like, was he just like I, stressed out from the from being tied up in the car? Um, I think so. I think he just doesn't. Like, I mean, I know he doesn't like car rides, and that it's was also the, the longest mean, yeah. drive he's probably been on, right? Probably. I mean, as far as I know, because I'd never gone anywhere. I mean, this is like furthest I'd gone, you know. And mm-hmm. it was just straight to Dallas to my brother's house, who's also like in quarantine. But uh, yeah, so I ended up um, cleaning him up as best I could and then putting a blanket down and then going back to my house and then like, sp- I, I couldn't get re- throw away the seat cover because I had to go the next day. Your house in Dallas, right? No, I went to Austin. You, you drove went back? back to Austin. I, I drove back. I could you not drive in that. You 45 minutes away from Dallas. No, 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 no. I was 45 minutes out of Austin. Oh, I, I thought you said yeah, yeah. 45 oh, so you minutes just, away. You just turned yeah. around and didn't, didn't go? Well, not that night, dude. There was so much shit. 
<laughs> like I wasn't gonna drive for th- like three hours like that. Window and then I would chat said Booger is absolutely Chris's dog, and I could not agree with you more. <laughs> in, in, in chat, the white yak said, "Do not make this into an RTA." <laughs> well, agreed. I mean, he yeah, I, I, there's a lot of poop. I mean, and and he he. So I, yeah, I had to just go clean it up, and he was fine the next time when I drove to Dallas. On the way, he did he. I do think he gets starsick, carsick, because he did vomit a lot um, uh, on the way back. Like he vomited twice. Yeah. So I think he just doesn't like cars. Yeah, it, it wasn't a, bad. He didn't seem that upset about the vomit. Might be a uh, no car sort of dog that you've got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's okay on short distances. Did you gag? Did, we, did you worry about throwing up yourself? Uh, not when he threw up, because that didn't. That wasn't that bad. But the poo um, probably. The poo, the poo was pretty bad because it was just like overpowering. Yeah. Oh, God, man! Every time I think maybe now's the time to get a dog, I hear a story like this, and I just go, maybe not. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's better than a baby. They are like designed to shit, you know. Um, I, I will say I would get a design. dog before I got a baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean it's, it's still better than not having. Like even if you have to deal with a, a mountain of shit, you still get all the all the positive points of a pet. Yeah, Barbara. Sure. sure. Yeah, like the the dog's not always shitting in your car. <laughs> I know. Yeah, only the ones. Only the ones. It's extra ones. work and things to worry about that I don't necessarily I, have the bandwidth the, for right now. I have a picture. I have a picture of him from when, like, at the gas station where he chewed <laughs> through his leash, and he looks so happy. He 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 like, looks so embarrassed. Like you yeah. can't believe you're telling this story about <laughs> him right now. He does. <laughs> Did, did, are you mocking him by making him wear a seatbelt collar? A seat? Oh no, no, he already had that. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna here. I'm gonna, can I? Can I? I want to show you this picture. Oh man. Um, how do I share? It's it's. Oh, I don't know. I'll send it. I'll send it. To... You can send it to Eric. I this okay. uh, like Chris put, put, is falling apart. I have to step in. You I, can send it yes. to me. Put it in Discord. You can, okay. you can do that. That is just... He looks so... That, this is, you can't tell how much shit... You can't... I've already wiped some of the shit off of him at that point in that picture. Oh, do I... Wait, don't put... Oh, don't, this is I, maybe I don't want to no, see No, 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 no. You don't no, see, you don't poop. see, you don't you see don't any see poop. poop. You just see a happy dog. Oh, I wanted to see the, the carnage. Oh. No. no. Out of all people who want to see the carnage, you, Gavin? <laughs> really? He does look really happy. Interesting. Uh, Where did this get sent? boy. What? He put it in the general channel on... Uh, oh, God. Oh, instead on, of RT podcast. Oh yeah. Is it is it is it lame? I made an Instagram for for booger. No, <laughs> not at all. No, lots of people are still living in two thousand nine. Okay. Well, what is lame is that you have your streamy behind <laughs> you, you loser. My what behind me? Your streamy oh. award. <laughs> I gotta have something. Like who? Look at the doggy. Who just Aww. keeps a streamy on hand? I don't know. Are we now gonna cut to Gavin's camera? He's gonna have multiple awards behind it. <laughs> <laughs> This episode of Receive Podcast is brought to you by DoorDash. Uh, between never-ending laundry cycles, incoming emails, you've got plenty on your to-do list. Just give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. Uh, DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now right to your door. Ordering's easy. You just open up the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat. Your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off option. Uh, with over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, the Cheesecake Factory. 
Uh, many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open up the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. And remember, DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities they operate in safe. Uh, right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code ROOSTER. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app. In the App Store, enter code ROOSTER. Don't forget, that's code ROOSTER for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Is it sad that I know you that well that I could predict your jokes? Uh, yeah. I also, I don't have any jokes left because <laughs> I haven't, haven't done anything in a while. It's, we, it's, the it's... lack of life experience is leaving us jokeless as time goes you on. Know, <laughs> you, know, you know what I did today to try to get some life experience? Um, What'd you do? I uh I was I was playing Microsoft Flight Simulator and I you know there's that hurricane that's hitting out in uh, Louisiana and I thought I wonder if I can fly through the hurricane so I took is off it... from the New Orleans airport and I flew through the hurricane. Look at you. And so it's there in the game. The hurricane is there in the game. I was in a, in that cool. small that's that small Cessna that you do the training in and it was getting beat to shit by the winds. Aren't there potentially was, uh... now two hurricanes coming in to like almost the sim like the same location? Yes. Do her can they cancel each other out? Uh, well, if one spins clockwise and the other counterclockwise, yeah. But I don't really? think that's the case, right? No. I'm, <laughs> oh, oh, your I'll, joke. I don't know. They, they, they always in the same direction. I just fell for ever... you. I fell for it so quickly, Gus. I just trust you too much. <laughs> I think I read. Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, that's the thing. If you're bullshitting, you just got to say it quickly and confidently, and everyone will believe it. It's like, oh, yeah, of course, if he says it like that. <laughs> just. I read what that there it? was some early studies to get rid of hurricanes. They, they were planning on dropping nukes into them. Yes, I've, I've read that before. Well, that was a suggestion out... that Trump had. <laughs> what, blow up a hurricane? Yes. But I think I, it... that the energy of even like a hundred megaton nuke would still not be as much energy as a hurricane. I was or something. I was trying to look recently. Um, God, this is something I had looked up that I wanted to talk about in the podcast a couple of months ago, uh, but I didn't. I didn't write down the specifics, so I'm going to go off the top of my head here. But uh, I was thinking about hurricanes, as you do, and I started to wonder, what <laughs> um, what happened? Oh, I remember. Like after Hamilton came out, this is when I was thinking about it. After Hamilton came out on Disney Plus, uh, like I watched it, and like early in Hamilton, he talks about like growing up and you know hurricane coming through and destroying the town he lived in and it made me start wondering like what did hurricane hurricane tracking used to be like right like before satellites how did how much advanced warning did people have that a hurricane was coming because you think about it like satellites are a fairly recent thing being able to look at whether on on that scale so if i'm remembering right going off the top of my head i think that like ac accurate hurricane tracking didn't start until like the mid 60s and in the mid 60s mm -hmm they could predict the hurricane movement out to like one day. And wow. uh, it wasn't until like the early 80s that they could do three days. And then it wasn't until like the year 2000 that they could do seven day forecast for hurricane path. It's like, it's still Shit. a relatively new thing that we can predict with any kind of accuracy where a hurricane's gonna go. I guess now with a satellite, you can see them forming and you know that they're out there. But to be able to track and predict where they're going to go is still like a really new science. And for me, it's like something I'd always taken for granted. It's like, oh, well, yeah, there's a hurricane coming. They told us and we need to get out of here. But it's like within my lifetime, like the amount of t days that we have to track it has doubled. That is wow. actually crazy. But also now, obviously, we have even more ability to predict them because the president can actually predict 
where they're going based on no satellite information whatsoever. It's true. Where he just draws it on a on a map. <laughs> yeah. and that's, that's how. It... And then and that's, that's the done. truth. Yeah, easy. What? Well, screw uh... science. Let's just do that. <laughs> yeah, you were you were saying, Barbara, like that double hurricanes crazy I, they, everyone keeps saying it's like a once in a lifetime thing or it's like unprecedented to have two different hurricanes i saw a, uh, like coming not in to, the same spot yeah not to make light of something like that but i saw someone making a really funny joke online about how they like clipped that piece of news about the two hurricanes coming in and they're just like man i strive to be like 2020 it's like all right here i'm do i'm putting in all my effort and guess what i'm gonna keep topping myself i'm gonna keep topping <laughs> myself to make things worse and worse and worse uh, just when you think it's bad enough, you know, guess what? Here's 2020 else. is like uh, when you've played a video game for too long and then you just start using a bunch of cheat codes all at once because it's like the end of the I, game and you just, I saw, you just like fire everything. I saw someone, they posted a, like a meteorological map of North America and it shows like all the fires in California, like the western half of the United States all on fire and the two hurricanes coming up through the Gulf and they captioned it something like a when you leave SimCity and uh, running and you forget to pause it when you leave the room. <laughs> oh. That's yep. Accurate. What are the, weren't there big robots that could attack, like alien robots could attack in SimCity? Yeah, I think like in SimCity 2000, at least you could trigger. I don't remember that. Uh, yeah. What's that like gonna aliens happen? or big robots. You get Godzilla too, I think, at one point. Yeah. There's also, I woke up this morning to, uh, so I get news on my phone and I woke up to a headline about how they, it's either a meteor or an asteroid coming towards Earth. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I read through the article and it's like, yeah, you know, scientists predict that uh, it'll be this size by the time. It won't even make it through the atmosphere. It'll crumble. And I'm like, why the fuck are you using this headline to be like, hey, are you already scared? Well, guess what? Here's something to scare you even more. And make to get you, you to click it. Paranoid. <laughs> yeah. To get you to read it. But just like, fuck, what a... That really freaked me out because I was just like, oh, great. Now there's a thing hurling towards Earth while the, the hurricanes are coming in and things are on fire and people are dying. Wow. How big, how big, how wide does an asteroid have to be to the point where it's like global annihilation? About this big. I don't think it's probably not that big. That big. <laughs> well, wasn't it, well... The, the one that took out the dinosaurs not as big as people thought it would have been to wipe out the entirety of the dinosaur population? It, it just hits really hard, huh? Yeah. Is that it? yeah, it's just like the energy that it's carrying. Okay. It's equivalent to like a nuclear <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> to, to dropping nukes, basically, but uh, much bigger. I'm trying to see if I can figure out how big it is. <laughs> Barbara, you killed Barbara. I just love when Gavin like confuses himself mid sentence. It's my favorite. It's my like, favorite thing. He does. Why did I say nuclear? Nu nu what? <laughs> you, you can be president of the United States. <laughs> uh, man are you looking up how big it was Gus you said yeah I'm trying to figure how big it was or how big of an asteroid an asteroid needs to be to uh so when they say it only has a 0.09 or something percent chance of hitting us why why do they not know exactly where it's gonna go <laughs> why why does this why is there still a chance <laughs> I don't know shouldn't it be like yes or no at this point I don't know anymore I'm it's like not. hurricanes. Yeah. So it's Hurricane Marco and Hurricane Laura. Yeah. They're getting Dude, married. Man. They're gonna make a little hurricane baby. I. It, it would have been if one of them was called. Never mind. I was gonna say one of them was called Polo. Polo. <laughs> Marco and Polo. I. So no. I googled 
I know this is very touching on Gavin or Google, but I Googled how big. Could you guys <laughs> guess what any of the top searches are for that? Uh, how big is an average penis? How big can titties get? Nope and nope. Chris, okay. uh, how how big until it hurts? What? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, th this search is maybe uh, affected by the fact that I'm in Austin, but how big is an acre? How big is Texas? How big is the iPhone 11? How big is shrimp <laughs> is my favorite one. <laughs> What's the result to how big is let's, shrimp? Let's look that up. How big? 1.5 to 3 inches. Is that What's the biggest shrimp? Is that the biggest shrimp? 3 inches? I guess so. Biggest, like, That's pretty biggest big. Biggest shrimp and ever. Is it ever? Prawns are big. Yeah, but prawns aren't. Are prawns shrimp? Yeah, why not? <laughs> there's some, there's some pretty big shrimp, guys. Look, when I order a prawn cocktail in England and I order a shrimp cocktail here, I get the same thing. I get some prawn delicious versus shrimp. <laughs> now, because uh, I googled that, my first query for how many comes up is how many shrimp in a pond. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> is that a term? Who's I pond? Don't know. Like, is a pond a unit of measurement? <laughs> I also like the fact someone Googles that. How many shrimp in a pond? <laughs> uh, shrimp and prawn have different anatomies. Bollocks. What's the difference? Mm -hmm. Prawns have branching... God damn, who's fucking calling me? I'm doing, I'm doing a podcast! Uh... Prawns have branching gills, claws on three pairs of their legs, and second pinchers that are larger than their front ones. Uh, prawns lack the distinct bend in their bodies that is seen with shrimp, and each, each of their body segments overlaps the one behind it in succession. Shrimp, on the other hand, have plate-like gills and claws on two pairs of their legs. Their front pinchers are typically the largest. Uh, additionally, shrimp have a distinct bend in their bodies, and the second segments overlap the first and third segments. Could you could you pickle a shrimp? <laughs> Ooh. Sure, I'm gonna look it up. Pickled shrimp. That would probably be nasty as fuck. <laughs> that would be. Oh no, shrimps. Southern style pickled shrimp. I no, also don't don't pickle shrimp. I you pickle a... Barbara a banana. You pickle me a shrimp. I'm gonna yeah. put you on the list, Chris. Go for it, Chris. Can't Gavin wait to asked see for a pickled Snickers. Ooh, Did I, I want that. that Never sounds mind. good. Yeah, <laughs> it's, up, it's on my list here. Uh, let my pickle experiments to come. Uh, our, we we kind of got away from it. I want to I, I want to play the game that uh okay. that that uh, we came up with. You just shrimp or prawn? It's not shrimp or prawn. That is not the oh, game. Oh man, can we play that next week? Yeah, I'll see if I can do <laughs> shrimp or prawn next. Just week. show us pictures, and then we have to guess if we're looking at a shrimp or a prawn. But you already know that they have larger front pinchers and three segmented legs or something. We, are, we already, be we already forgot game. that. And they're, oh, they're between one point five and three inches. If it's see, you gotta look at the picture. It's the pictures that we look at because mm. we know the descriptions. But if we look at pictures, it'll be a lot harder. I think you I'm gonna need know. a nice graphic for shrimp or prawn. Well, Eric. here's the thing. Right now. I only have the the graphic that we have for this game, and it's a little game we call Guess the MPAA Rating. Wow! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow! That was what an incredible intro. I, I want to comment that the bucket still had fried chicken in half of it. Well, it sometimes 
people are busy and things have to happen <laughs> to just get intros made. Can I and you some had an extra time? week are, on I, this one. I'm sorry, Barbara. What was that one more time? I just I wanted to see it one more time because I'm pretty sure you use Comic Sans as the font, mm. and I just okay, wanted can, to clarify. Can we, Shane, can we roll that one more time? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So. This is a game we call MPA, guess the MPA rating. We talked about it uh, a couple of weeks ago and said, you know what? Some movies have weird MPA ratings. I don't have any lower thirds for this. I don't have anything real fancy. I just want you guys to guess MPA ratings for different movies. I'll give you a movie. I'll give you the year it came out. And, and you tell me what you think it's rated. Well, for and, our international audience, should we go over the United States MPAA ratings? Uh, yeah, the lowest rating, which would be general audiences, would be G. Uh, parental guidance is the second lowest rating, and that would be PG. The next rating would be PG-13, which is parental guidance for children under the age of 13. Then we have R, which is restricted. No one under the age of 17 without an adult or a guardian. Oh, 17. I thought it was 18. Yeah. Mm -mm, it is 17. And then we have NC-17, which or X. Uh, however you want to qual qualify or classify that, and it means this movie's fucking hot, bro. What's NC? Like, no children? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think like no, no children under 17? It's no it's no children, period, even with, even with adult... accompaniment? Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's just no children, period, no one under 17. It means, hey man, this is too hot. You gotta too see hot. how fucking hot this is. Hot you gotta you grow up before you can experience this hotness. Yeah. Yeah, luckily we have the internet now, so it's really not that big of a deal if something is rated NC-17. Yeah. You can just Google it and see all the parts you want to see anyway, so it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. Uh, you can't wear out a tape anymore at your friend's dad's house. Uh, <laughs> the first movie, Ice Age 1, came out in the year 2001. What is the MPA rating for Ice Age 1? It's the movie with the mm -hmm. little rat it's monster. Got, He's got, got Ray, the acorn. Yeah, yeah. Ray Romano's the, the mammoth. Yeah. I love Everybody that movie. That's gotta be a PG. That's got to be some sort of intense, intense scenes of animal fear. It's it's mm. a G. It's an animated movie for kids. It could still be a PG animated movie. I remember that G. movie, and I remember look at, look loving at that movie. Roger Rabbit. PG. That's, that's gonna be PG. G. Okay. Uh, we have Chris, Barbara, and Gavin all saying PG, and Gus saying G. The answer is PG. Parental yes. Yes. suggested. Ew. Can you believe Pickle that, that Gus? It's probably because that squirrel's playing with his nuts the whole time. Oh, what? Oh. Did Gus just say that? Not on the Rooster Teeth <laughs> podcast. Uh, the next movie from the year <laughs> 1982, Poltergeist. Poltergeist from 1982. What do you think the MPAA rating of Poltergeist was? People were I'm just going to say PG, PG for every single movie you mentioned. People okay. were a lot tougher back then. <laughs> Were well, they though? I think yeah. people are tougher now. Yeah, I always hear stories about American kids just watching whatever. Like yeah, it's really hey, weird that Gus is the oldest old? one here and going, Yeah, everyone was tougher when I was here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, gonna say, now. <laughs> I'm gonna say PG thirteen, I think. PG thirteen. Okay, so uh, we have I'm gonna yeah. say G. <laughs> Gus is gonna say G for Poltergeist. But Ice Age PG. That makes I sense. I said G for Ice Age. Yep. And no, uh, but it was PG though. But that, because people are pussies now. <laughs> I'm going for I'm going for PG box standard PG. Okay. And Chris is also saying PG, and Barbara's saying PG thirteen. Yeah. The answer for Poltergeist nineteen eighty two is PG. It is oh. PG. Can you believe well, that? Well, I did. I did learn I from uh, Gus. I think that. Red Dawn was the first PG-13. 
How about that? How about is it that? PG because it's Poltergeist? So been before. Yeah, it's rated PG for Poltergeist. They said, yeah. okay. this is too perfect. <laughs> we can't rate it R. It's not called Roltergeist. Poltergeist <laughs> is PG. Right, yeah. I got the, it. Yeah, totally. The next sense. movie from 2010, King's Speech. King's Speech from 2010. Uh, R. 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 I was also going to guess R, but now I kind of just want to go against the grain. I'll go PG-13 for that one. Okay. Who hasn't guessed? Everyone well, said I R. Think, yeah, everyone said R except for Barbara. Wow. Okay. Okay. And the answer to the King's Speech, 2010, it is R. It's all it the is profanity. rated R. It's because yeah. he said fuck a lot in that one scene, I think. <laughs> he says, like, bloody piss, shit, shit, shit. Fuck. Oh, that's gonna be and, that's gonna be me later with the botulism, bloody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Poltergeist, same rating, okay, lower rating. I mean, yep, yeah, crazy, right? Uh, next from 2008, yeah. just two years before the King's Speech, The Dark Knight, 2008, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight, PG 13, PG 13, PG-13. yeah, everyone what, saying PG 13 is PG 13 is crazy. Whoa, whoa, Gus said it cool. Uh, PG 13. <laughs> It is PG-13. Yeah. Wow. Can you believe it? Can you believe yeah. it? It should have been R, probably. Yeah. That was a, all four of us got it. Yeah. yeah. Everyone got that one. Congratulations. Next, two years before the Dark Knight, Snakes on a Plane. R. Ah, PG-13. Uh, R. 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 I don't okay. think you can say a heavy MF in a PG-13. You can do Maybe it once. I think you get one F in a PG thirteen. I thought I thought it was an F you get, but not an MF. I think he gets a lot of lot of Fs, right, in that movie. Also, there's like titties out, He's... and tits getting bit, and dicks and tits and stuff. But he does say motherfucking twice in that line, right? Get these motherfucking snakes off my motherfucking plane. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's your two. So does that mean this podcast is now rated R because you just said that twice? Oh no, it's, yeah, it's not it's because I called seventeen. No, Not because I called Americans pussies. <laughs> it's still it's still rated PG for Poltergeist. Uh, so snakes on a plane. Chris, you're saying PG thirteen. Everyone else is saying well, R. Not, is that right? I guess I'll yeah. I guess I'll stick yeah. with. Mm, okay. The answer is R, and it is exactly for that reason. You can't say motherfucker. Can you believe that? Man. I think. Uh, th but didn't what they about say They wanted to change that line to try mm -hmm. to get it to PG thirteen, but Samuel Jackson didn't want to. Yeah. He said like, the whole oh. reason you want to do that movie was for that line. Yeah. Uh, a big reason that they wanted it R is that they pushed for it to be R. They actually wanted oh. to have the R rating because it was a B movie, and they wanted people to kind of go and experience that B movie that kind makes of sense. thing. So that makes sense to me. So yeah. Uh, I only have a couple left, so uh, bear with me okay. here. Uh, from nineteen eighty nine, all dogs go to heaven. PG. Ooh, dogs dying. R. I didn't know that movie. PG. I don't know that movie either. Really? You guys don't know that movie? You don't know all. You don't know all dogs go to heaven. Can I? Can I have a brief uh, synopsis? Uh, I think it's Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise's dogs who die <laughs> and uh, come back. Is that kind of the and they have long to, like, short save of it? a little girl? Thirteen. Yeah. They have to save a little girl. It's an something. animated uh, movie. It's like a cartoon movie. Yeah. Oh really? Oh. G. PG thirteen. Okay. PG. Mm-hmm. Chris, what do you think? PG, PG, PG. Okay, and Gavin is the only one who got it right at G. It is rated G, which is crazy because it scared the <laughs> shit out of me when I was a kid. Without even seeing it, I think I'm, I think I'm 100 still. By I the way, I think you, you've done, you've done very well. <laughs> Let me see. Yes, you are. You were running the table on this, Gavin. You could be in the MPAA, and we would never know. I do right. want to point out. Know. 
that's incredible. Quickly, I, I stated early on that we've gotten more harsh with ratings and more sensitive to things. Mm-hmm. That an animated movie from 89 was rated G, but an mm-hmm. animated movie from the 2000s, Ice Age, is rated PG. PG? Mm. Something to think about. Something I bet the MPAA um, just saw that it was animated and thought, that's for kids. Yep. And, and not even watch uh, it. They, it is scary. Like, there's a scene where they're like, they go to hell or something. I don't know. It scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. Uh, next up, I only have two more. From 1968, Planet of the Apes, the original. Arihanal. Planet of the Apes. Arihanal. <laughs> yeah, that's how you say it in Spanish. You can ask us. PG-13. PG. <laughs> PG. Mm. Is there anything really bad in that movie? G. I'm going to go G. Okay. PG-13. No, because you just say damn dirty apes. Mm-hmm, 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 oh, that mm-hmm. is true. That is true. Is, is, mm-hmm. Was damn considered a, a naughty word for children this, back then, though? This was 1968, so you tell me. <clears throat> PG. Oh, it was 68. I'm going to say G. Gus, you're going to say PG? G. Okay, Gus, you're going to say G? G. G. Uh, okay, Gus is saying G. Chris, you said PG? PG, PG. Gavin, you said G, and Barbara said PG-13. I said PG-13, but it is 68, so it's probably PG, <laughs> it but I'm going to stick to 13. Okay. The answer, Planet of the Apes 1968, is G. Gavin oh. is successfully running the table. This is the very last one What? Here. Oh, no, now the pressure's yep. up. <laughs> this is all up to Gavin. Don't blow it. Everyone's watching oh, you. No, Your I'm hair is like out. that on purpose, <laughs> and everyone sees what you look like, and you're gonna they're going to know if you mess this up. Uh, <laughs> from 1975, Jaws, Jaws, 1975. What is the MPAA rating? PG, 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 PG. I'm gonna say PG, even though there's like just there's there's boobs and in heads it. coming there's, off and tits. There's nudity, and a freaking leg comes off and a shark blows up. Spoiler. I'm gonna say PG, <laughs> PG. Barbara? Yeah, I mean it's probably PG, but I'm I'm still gonna stick with PG thirteen just for funsies. Okay. Uh, there's no chance of me winning, so why not? <laughs> right, uh, Chris, you said PG. Oh, it might be thirteen, wouldn't it? Oh, Wait, what can we get? It? Can we get a close up on Gavin? Seventy five. Close up on Gavin. We just uh, just close on Ga- Gavin. It came out in nineteen seventy five. You named all the things. You named all these things. You you said PG, and then you named all the stuff that was in this movie violence nudity an exploding shark uh it's gotta be pg it's gotta be pg because it's if it is pg that's insanity that's a that's a messed up movie man pg pg the answer to jaws 1975 and if gavin has run the table on guess the mpaa rating the new game sweeping the rooster teeth nation (laughs) it is pg and gavin has done it incredible wow Wow. the rating system that i didn't even grow up with i'll just also throw up show us your award that you got gavin yeah, show us an award that says Thank that you, you very wow. much wow. for winning uh, PG. What was the name of this movie? Shrimp or Lobster? Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> game show. I, thank you to all my the other name of the game, and we can Shrimp show the graphic one more time. Is guess the MPAA rating? <laughs> all right, the next week. Shrimp or prawn? I don't want to play shrimp or shrimp prawn. What do you prawn. mean? It's just such a good game, Eric. It's going to be just... You, you should throw a crawfish in there, too, just to fuck with us. Okay, shrimp or, <laughs> shrimp or prawn. I'm writing it down. Uh, you know what reason. my favorite game is? What? Is, uh, 
when you have a close-up of someone's face, just their face, and you have to guess if it's a drummer or porn. A drummer? Because usually if someone's dr- oh, like, cause... they're like, you know, doing a face or like musician uh, or porn. Whoa, I like that. Yeah. I might just go look at some drummer pictures after this. <laughs> I might just go look at some porn. <laughs> might. <laughs> look up some drummer porn. This episode of the Receipt Podcast is brought to you by Full Sail University. And to talk about it, uh, I've got Chris with me. Chris, come in, Chris. Hey, yes. You are. Uh, so, so what, what? what are you doing? You, you're up to you're up to something in typical Chris fashion. I went back to school. Oh, did you? I went back. To, I went back to school to learn to learn to, uh, how to uh, animate uh, or like sculpt uh, 3D animation stuff. Do, do you use your so, hands a lot? Is that what you learned right there? Well, not my real hands, but my my digital hands. Uh, so, uh, full sale. Uh, uh, created this program for uh, me and Blaine and uh, Elise and James from, from uh, Funhouse, where we went back to school and we got uh, taught by a Full Sail uh, University uh, professor, and then also then got like tutored by an actual like Full Sail University students on how to do like animate, but like the the sculpting part, you the know, sculpting I mean? part of animating. So like, did did you like create your own characters and stuff? Yeah. Uh, so we each had to, uh, do different each other. And so I had to make Elise, uh, but we did it in like Ruby style. So I made like a Ruby Elise. Oh, interesting. I I was thinking you would have done like Rodney Dangerfield from the back to school movie, (laughs) but I guess at least that that makes a little more sense. Um, and believe it or not, uh, I'm a pretty good little, uh, and, uh, sculptor. Uh, we learned how to do, Uh, yeah. Do we get to see what you did? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You get to see the entire process, the entire <laughs> process from from a big ball of digital clay to to the beautiful like end result of of what you what you imagine these hands with this mouse could make of Elise's <laughs> face. So uh, obviously, you know, you you just had a, a very quick mm-hmm. overview of the course, but you know, uh, I feel I feel compelled to mention that people who do go to Full Sail have gone on to work on many projects. They you know all the time work on video games. Uh, uh, movies, all kinds of oh. things. Uh, like they've worked on The Mandalorian, uh, Scoob, Ghost of Tsushima. So all kinds of things that our audience is familiar with. They they probably were uh, helped produced by uh, Full Sail people uh, in addition to Ruby Elise, which uh, is your own creation. Yeah, which is my creation, which I might spin off um, into its own show. But yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. We, we worked with actual Full Sail uh, students. Uh, and I mean, well, one... They are a lot better than us, um, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, and and I mean the the thing with the full sale, they have um, full com- computer animation and game arts bachelor degree programs, uh, and they they actually have like fast track programs, so you can actually get your degree in a in a uh, accelerated format, so you can actually get into working faster and not spend you know a million years at school. Um, but yeah, no, it was fun. Uh, it made me want to go actually back to school and take a, <laughs> like a full, full well, sale class. <laughs> well, I can tell you, Chris, if you want to go uh-huh. back to school or if any of our audience is interested, uh, they can find out more about these 3D animation programs and how to get started by going to fullsale.edu slash back to school, uh, get all kinds of information about it. And the full back to school series starring Funhouse, or it kicks off with Funhouse on August 28th. And then Rooster Teeth's first episode comes out September 3rd. So keep an eye out for those shows and you'll see the process that Chris went through to make uh, Ruby Elise and that I'm, I'm sure that Blaine and James went through as well. It wasn't just you two. Uh, but yeah, again, go to fullsale.edu slash school to learn more and get started.
Uh, yeah, well, is, is there, there any, uh, is there any porn? 8K porn? Oh god, now I got to look it up. Like at what it, point is is it just too much information? Is, is there any like 70 millimeter IMAX porn? There's got to be. <laughs> Someone uh, has. What was, what was uh, the there are that some... guy watching in the theater? What's his face? Who what? That that like actor who what's his he has like the suspenders. Pee Wee Herman? Pee Wee Herman. Thank you. I don't know how you got it from my very vague yeah. description. But yeah. he wasn't he caught watching porn in a movie theater? Yeah. Like, yeah, because they used to have adult caught movie theaters. Porn. That was like the whole point of the place. No, it? I know, but it was the whole point. Like he wasn't watching it like in the back secretly. He was watching it on the screen, but it, no. I guess well, because he, a, he was like a kid's I thought it's his knob was out. Yeah, he got arrested for indecent exposure because he had his, his dick out. But I I I I'd never I don't know what do people not all have their dicks out at a Listen, Rated he was he was he was targeted, and he was he got fucked over by that whole thing. Sounds like he did. I mean, there wasn't a lot of ways to watch porn, porn. Then, right? Correct. There, there was supposed there are videos on the internet that claim to be 8K porn. I don't have an 8K display, so I can't tell you. There was a video on Netflix that I wanted you guys to watch that I think got <laughs> taken down because I couldn't find it anymore. But there was a movie on Netflix called Love, <clears throat> which if you're gonna look it up. I don't know if it'll be the right one, but if you do find it, uh, viewer discretion is advised. But it just starts off with these two people who are completely naked. And this guy's, like, big-ass limp dick is just out. And the woman is just, like, stroking it. But they're both lying on their sides. And it goes on for, like, two and a half minutes. NC-17. <laughs> <laughs> That was Shane. He killed that one. That was great. <laughs> that was great. So does stuff on Netflix have to go through the MPAA? I don't know. But that's that's what I was so shocked about. I was like, people just have access to Netflix of all ages. And something well, like this seems very inappropriate. There wasn't really much. I think yeah, you can have different uh, accounts for kids. There's like TV channels that are just like true. women with tits out and all that. Anyone can find that anyway. That's true. I mean, I, true. I remember I used to like there was a passcode for like the TV to to, to watch certain channels. Got a hold of that. So I spied on a parent, got it, and then like could watch all the rated R and stuff. That was Did, great. Like a little mental snapshot of the code. Yeah, like yeah, that was great. Once you got access, once you had the code, man, that was a good summer. <laughs> so apparently, that movie came out in 2015, and it's rated around the world. It's pretty much rated everywhere, 18 plus. But in the U.S., it just got released on Netflix, and they just gave it a TVMA. Because I guess it didn't go through the, uh, the cinema. Oh, so the TV ratings are different. Yes. Because the MPAA self-polices with the ratings. That's the Motion Picture Association of America. TV rating. I don't know who the fuck comes up with TV ratings. That's not the MPAA, though. Who makes yeah, I don't TV? even know all the TV ones. The like TVMA... Usually why like 10 fuck oh. maybe i'm thinking of games that were teen uh tv i feel like in england if it was a little bit risque it'd be like oh just shove it on after 9 p.m just play whatever watershed right hmm I, I can't find them i don't fucking know i never pay attention to that shit it doesn't matter to me <laughs> i'm an adult i watch whatever the fuck i want can i ask you guys a, a question <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I kind of use this podcast as a way to settle debates between Trevor and I, like 
and sometimes it doesn't go in my favor, like the chocolate milk debate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yesterday we made dinner and Trevor's like, oh, could you pass me a spoon? And I, we have silverware that is different sizes. We have larger versus smaller, depending on what you want to use. And I said, oh, uh, what size spoon do you want? And he goes, regular size. And I was like, well, we have the small spoons and the big spoons. And he goes, well, just, give me, just give me the, the normal size one. And I was like, there is normal size. There's a small and a big. And he was like, well, one of them is a normal size and one of them is a small. Or one of them is like the, a big spoon. I forget I which one I want to point was. out that there's already a system in place with teaspoons, tablespoons. They're, they all have names. Yeah, that's a good well, argument. <laughs> yeah. Like, just but call it by the name. I would also say that the normal spoon is the big spoon. If I was going to just like... You, if it you, was based you, on you frequency you, used, I would also agree. You are yeah. insane. Teaspoon is the normal spoon. He said he said the smaller spoon was the the normal spoon. Yes, but what do you do correct. more of? No, no, no. That's the, I, that's for savoring. Well, that's what, that was my argument. I was like, well, if you're having soup or cereal, you'll probably want the bigger spoon. But if you're have if like I don't know what the smaller spoon would even be it's, used for. The, the small spoon is only for like stirring stuff or for ice cream. No, I like, disagree with slowly the soup. eating ice cream so you savor it. Soup, you would use a soup spoon, which is a different type of spoon. Well, we, we don't, don't have, have, we don't have a different than... type of spoon. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like if you took a sphere and just used the bottom and hollowed it out. Yeah, but that's the Barbara, I'm, I'm, put, I'm putting a, a, an image in, uh, in uh, Discord. Is this what they look like? What? Do you want me to go get them so you could see? Yes, please. Okay. Hold, please. I got to go run to my kitchen. I have to see these. I would say, you know, you got your teaspoons, your tablespoons, your soup spoons, and maybe like a big serving spoon. Uh, yeah. Typically, that, I think that's the, teaspoon, the, the teaspoon is the default go-to. I use that for tea, for like getting, stirring shit and getting tea bags out. Yeah, it's for liquids. And the yeah. tablespoon is for solids. So soup is a liquid, What's so that? you use the small one for soup. No, no, no. It even says it's a teaspoon and a tablespoon. The teaspoon is for stirring tea. The tablespoon is for putting on the stirring table tables? so you eat with it. You're, you're, no. you're going in two different directions here, Chris. All right, let's see them, Barbara. Can All we... right. Here are the spoons. They look teaspoon, pretty tablespoon. similar. Yeah. The, the one in Barbara's right hand is the normal spoon. That is the normal spoon. That is the default oh, I, spoon. I... I disagree. I would, I would much, I would much more frequently use the big spoon. No, I never use the big spoon. The big spoon's for big mouth monsters. What do you mean, never use the big spoon? What about cereal? No, the little spoon. I used a little spoon to eat my cereal this morning. What? No. Wait, you got like one frosted flake on a freaking spoon? No, I got like twenty Cheerios, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this is, see, this is the thing. I'll go for the smaller spoon if I want to eat slower. You but I'll do the bigger spoon if I want to get more in my mouth. No, the little spoon every time. The... No, it's big spoon. Why? Then... Why use a little spoon to eat with? If you, unless it's like a dainty little yogurt, that's when I would use a small one or stirring tea. Cause... If it's food from a meal, like dinner, eat the I'm... use the big spoon. I'm not cereal. a monster. I don't need to fill my mouth with food on every spoonful. I can put a little bit in my mouth and savor it. How about that? I'm not Best. a dog. If, I'm if, not if, going face down if, in my if, bowl, if, and I'm not just eating. If, I, if I'm having a nice big mouthful of Frosties, it's going in the tablespoon. I'm sucking that down with as, as much milk as possible. It's all going in. It's delicious. I can polish Ex off cereal what? in like three minutes. Yes, 
Because you don't want your cereal of to get soggy. You don't want your cereal to get soggy. It'll get soggy if you yeah, a little Yeah, you've got to go for speed. And if, you, if you're dealing a lot with Weetabix, if you've got Weetabix on the go, you don't want it to be chipping away with a tiny spoon just flinging everywhere. You need nice, big mouthfuls no. before See, sogginess here, kicks here's in. Here's my issue, though. <laughs> That's why I say small or big. If like, which spoon do you want? You want the smaller or the bigger one? Because if you say the normal well, spoon, that's up to interpretation. Which which was the normal spoon to Trevor? Same teaspoon and table the smaller spoon. one. <laughs> yes, yeah, Trevor, rational human being. Trevor no, is he's a fool. Yeah, he's not a one. monster. Team <laughs> Team Trevor. I would honestly say you are both fools for even <laughs> having to argue about it. Trevor and I, names. Gavin, use the freaking names. Trevor yeah. and I are probably the two smartest people you know, and we agree on this. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right, well, that that is true. You guys are both very smart. <laughs> some some cereal is huge, like massive. How do how do you eat more than one on a teaspoon? Like what cereal is huge? What cereal are you eating? Like what are those? Uh, like a, uh, like a mini like, mini wheats. They're mini huge. wheats. All right, I, mini wheats. There's mini there's mini, mini wheats, but then there's like. Mini wheats or just are, wheats. Mini Frosted wheats are perfect wheats. on the little on the little spoon. You get one at a time. Some of them no, are huge. You want one at a time. You want like four or five no. at a time for the maximum flavor. I'm not an animal. One at a time. Okay, if you have, say, you're eating a Kit Kat, right? Do you just chip off like millimeters worth of Kit Kat at a time? Do you get full satisfaction, or do you need to bite like half Dude, the Kit Kat finger off? I'm in the U.S. Like, yeah, I I, get... I'm in the U.S. I eat half an inch at a time. Look at the size of shredded wheat. Look at the size. I'm gonna. I'm put it in the Discord. I know how big shredded wheat is, dude. You're, Look at the picture. It's huge. A tablespoon's not helping uh, you there either. <laughs> Where is this? This doesn't going? help me at all. <laughs> Look. Look how big they are. Uh, I'm looking at this picture. They're huge. <laughs> yeah, you know how to well, eat okay. those, right? Like you put water and you like <laughs> yeah. rip it apart with the spoon. You don't eat the whole thing at once. No. Chris, you when you cut, eat shredded you wheat, do you put the whole thing in your mouth? You cut them. You you, you take you no, cut them in half with a big spoon, and then you eat it. Yeah, that's like similar to how you would tackle a Weetabix. But did you, Gus, did you say you put water on them? Did I say water? I just thought what I meant. You meant milk. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, either way, it's milk, not like milk. a weird British American divide here. It's called a freaking table table spoon. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm out. Yeah, I'm don't, out. Don't feel bad. I'm the one care. who said to put water on cereal. <laughs> Do we? We don't have the ability to do polls anymore. Because no. I'm trying to watch chat to see what people agree with, and it well, really seems to be split. People should leave us Why a comment. Leave polls? us a comment on the Rooster site, and uh, we'll go through. And uh, I'll try to count up as many as I can uh, before next podcast, and uh, we'll come back and uh, I'll give you the results. So, so essentially, the the debate is which one would you consider the normal spoon, or would you just be like me and say small or big? Right. So no, no, but know. we need to know which one is normal. Right. They, they or, have. To, we need. We, we they need, have names. We need to wrap up. Uh, they we got, have names. We, we got. We got to. See, we got to cut over to that Steve-O interview. Uh, Boo! It's not done. It's <laughs> well, not no, done. We, we, we got to let people know. Uh, so show them up one more time, Barbara. Okay. So is it the one? Is it that one in Barbara's right hand, or is it the bigger one in Barbara's left hand, which is the normal I, spoon? I love Gus. I love that you're saying which hand it's in. It's doesn't matter that you're saying which hand it's in. People are going to go, the one on the right, which Ugh. is going to fuck everybody up either way. Okay, Wait, the small the spoon right? or the big spoon? Which is the normal spoon? Wow, easy to go. say big that, spoon. huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to go. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to show that uh, Steve-O interview right now. Uh, Idiots. Thanks for, thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs> Bye. 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 Hey, everyone. Welcome to this supplemental bonus content for the Rooster Teeth podcast. Uh, we've got two 
familiar faces you see every week. It's Gus and Gavin. And another, I'm sure, very familiar face you don't see every week with us. We got uh, Steve-O joining us. Uh, how's it going, Steve? Steve-O? Steve? <laughs> I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, call me whatever you want, man. I don't mind a bit. We'll call you by your, your, your full name, Stephen O. <laughs> uh, well, technically, my full name is Stephen, spelled with a P-H, middle name Gilchrist, last name Glover. I actually remember watching the, um, I think it was the audio commentary for the first Jackass movie, and, I, and you introduced yourself like that, and I remember being blown away that that was your full name. I was like, I can't believe I didn't know his name. It's crazy. Right, yeah. You, one would assume that, oh you know it plays into uh, a first initial somewhere but it really doesn't it just came from drunk people screaming at keg parties sort of egging me <laughs> on while i did did dumb stuff Steve I mean, <laughs> well it's like iconic right there's not many people in the world who have like w who go by one name it's like that's you you got it set you know it's like you're up there with like madonna <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know that I'm up there with Madonna, but, uh, but it, you know, it was something I agonized over a great deal. And I recall very well, I was in jail in 1996. I was serving a 10-day jail sentence for my second DUI arrest. And, um, shoot, I don't even know if I was legal age to drink yet. I was, I was actually 21 at that time. But in any case, I'm in this big sort of, uh, like... <laughs> It looked like a sort of a gymnasium, like just this big, huge, like a uh, gymnasium room filled with bunk beds with all the prisoners. And um, I was able to procure um, a pencil and a bunch of loose leaf paper. And I thought, OK, while I'm in here, while I'm in jail, I'm going to begin. I'm going to write my memoirs. <laughs> right? And uh, the first thing I wrote was they call me Steve-O. But I'm thinking about switching back to Steve Glover because I've kind of begun a career now. And I'm not sure if I want a nickname when I'm famous, which uh, <laughs> was, was I, I, I really because I wanted to be a stunt performer. I had this this vision. Everybody felt sorry for me for for committing to the to the plan. But um, it occurred to me that to be uh, a professional entertainer with the name Steve-O, that it might undermine me, you know? Like people are, I've got this goofy name, people won't take me seriously. And I just wasn't sure, even though I was Steve-O. But then I ended up uh, doing my first show on stage in front of hundreds of people. And um, the, uh, it was 700 people, it was a show for a radio station. And I, you know, billed myself as Steve-O, the alcoholic gymnast. And my act was to shotgun, I shotgun like nine beers in a row and then did shitty acrobatics. And the more I drank, the more the crowd got into it. And the crowd was, was chanting, Steve-O, Steve-O. And when I heard them screaming my name, I thought, you know, if I said my name was Steve, there would be no chanting. Nobody will ever fucking scream Steve. And I decided <laughs> to, to commit at that point. That's it. I'm Steve-O for real, for it's official. And in hindsight, it was such a good idea because having a memorable name, like a short, easy to remember name, that's just kind of goofy. If you look at the guys who have name recognition on Jackass, or I should say the most name recognition, like bam, you know, Johnny and I, nobody who uses the name on their driver's license has the most name recognition. So mm -hmm. in hindsight, I think I did very well with that. In Jackass, it was it was one of the names to remember because I, I didn't necessarily know how to pronounce 
some of the other names. Like I, I didn't ever, I didn't figure out how to pronounce Margera or like Aaron's last name. But Stevo is always like yeah. everyone knows how to pronounce Stevo. Right, it's right. Well, thank you, Nate. And by the way, Gavin, it's great to see you, brother. It's uh, you know, you, you're it's... a guy who I've always really admired and, and respected, dude. I, I love what you've done. Same, dude. With, I, uh, with that day when day. you, <laughs> the day when you just came to my house and we uh, did some slow mo fire the breathing backflips. Two days. Back two days. Yeah, we we had to come days, back, right? Man. Yeah. I can't believe how long it's been. It's been almost five years now at this point, right? It yeah, has. it was like. I, I want to say. I want to say that was November 2015. 2015. Yeah, I, I remember having. Yeah. Just a ridiculous grin on my face throughout that video because obviously grew up watching Jackass, but I, I was I was also like trying to concentrate on trying to make a good video, but I just have this dumb grin because I'm stood next to Steve in my own backyard <laughs> because you didn't you did, on the first day you came, you didn't bring anyone. I was assuming you would like have a team or or like some people with you. But it was just like you and me yeah. just shooting, <laughs> just shooting together. It was great. Yeah, I didn't bring anybody the second day either, did I? Uh, you brought Scott the second day. Oh, how about that? Okay. Yeah, Scott Randolph. Yeah. He's yeah. a star. But yeah, it was, it was a fantastic <laughs> experience. I remember feeling a little bit like, man, I, that, that video came out so great. And I gave it to those guys for their channel. Like, fuck. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it got... It got it got way more viewership on your channel than it ever would have gotten on mine. And so it was uh, a real favor that you did to me and, a, and an honor. And then for my first stand-up comedy special, you kindly uh, licensed the footage to me for, uh, you know, to include in, in there. That was really nice of you too. Hell yeah. And um, I, I actually, well, I feel like, I, I think I texted you a few months ago saying that your YouTube channel is like the best channel on YouTube because a, you have all these great stories, just the insane stories that most people will never have. But also, you have footage of almost all of it. Like, you can tell a story from, like, sometime in the 90s. It's like, and here's the clip of it, and it just fits so well. It's like the best form of storytelling. <laughs> it's not reenactments or anything. It's just like, and here's that exact moment because I have everything filmed. It's great. Well, dude, thank you so much, man. You know, this whole... Uh journey for me in in comedy at, at first it was a real departure from from what what uh you know what i'm known for it's like now i'm gonna become a stand-up comic and i gave it hell i really went for it i got that first special and it was good but uh i, I figured it out along the way that if i do stand up where it's multimedia and i can actually edit footage into the stand-up then you know now I've I've really got something going, and so I just put out this uh, this new special, which I, I found a home for all kinds of footage that would never be allowed on YouTube. I mean, terribly <laughs> filthy, terribly filthy stuff that even Netflix won't go anywhere near. And uh, I just let it ride, man. I made the most explicit, just frankly <laughs> fucked up comedy special, telling these just X-rated stories and like. All this is crazy stuff, and, and what's special about it is that you're seeing the footage actually, you know, the footage of the stories that I'm telling in this stand-up routine. We're so excited about it, and that's why I duct taped myself to the billboard last week. <laughs> so and and uh, yeah, and and dude, I just can't I, I can't say enough about how psyched I am on on the way the special came out, and how grateful I am that the whole Jackass gang got together for it. So. Every one of the guys, of course, except Ryan, but every one of the guys is in it. And um, fuck, dude, I, I went for it, dude. 
I went for it, man. I I got skin grafts on fifteen percent of my body, uh, doing one of the stunts I filmed for. Uh huh. From the the fire angels. But yeah. So in any case, pockets of skin hanging off. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. This is such a crazy story, man. That's the that's the closer of of the special, and that's why I was so excited to talk to you, so I could let everybody know at stevo.com because it's the only place I can show it. Uh, you can see this fun. You can see this absurd multimedia special for which I broke so many laws. <laughs> I love what you're doing with it. You know, like you said, if you go to stevo.com, like you can, you're handling it directly, right? Like you're, it's like a direct connection you have with right. the audience. You know, if, if they want to see it, for they sure. come straight to your website. There's a trailer on there you can right. watch. You can see a little bit of the things you've talked about. Some of the stuff uh, yeah. is in that trailer, uh, including man, the, the painted on bicycle shorts or, uh, <laughs> It's, it's a real, like I, you said, it's really graphic, not something you would ever see on Netflix. Right, for, but, for uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I encourage everybody to get over there and check out the trailer because, uh, yeah, I me, mean, you have to click, yes, I am over 18 years old in order to view the trailer. <laughs> it's like a porn site yeah. just for the trailer. It, 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 it really it, 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 is. Just for the trailer, it is a porn site. I was going to say, when you go to buy it, it even says that by, by purchasing it, I certify that I am over 18 years old. Yeah. So it's actually available to get now? Yeah, it's totally available right now. I encourage everybody to check it out. Uh, I'm so <laughs> I'm fucking thrilled with it. I'm absolutely <laughs> thrilled with it. But let's not bog everybody down with uh, with me promoting my, my stuff. Let's, uh, let, let, you know, I, I pass it over to you guys to steer the well, ship. Let, let's get into it. Well, but to talk a little bit more about the stuff for a second, but what a great way to promote it, you know, duct taping yourself to the billboard because that news went everywhere. And as soon as I heard that this was happening, I was like, what's he doing? I was like, oh, he's got a special coming out. That makes total sense. It's like, everyone wants to share that yeah. story. Everyone wants to share that, you know, those images that you duct taped up there. And uh, then it's like, well, why did he do? Oh, okay. Well, that makes total sense. Well, thank you. I um, had a strong feeling that that was going to uh, be effective. Um, and and it, it really kind of came organically because the, the opening sequence of the project, it's uh, one of these billboard trucks that, that you see driving around Las Vegas. And I got one with a billboard promoting the special. I had the entire Jackass cast duct tape me to, to the billboard on the truck and hit baseballs at me. And then you watch this billboard truck drive hundreds of miles from LA to Denver with me duct taped to the side going down the highway. Like, I mean, the links that we went to to shoot that opening sequence, I gotta say I'm really proud of it because it's like not even 60 seconds of footage that, that uh, represents that wow. journey. And uh, dude, the amount of money that I spent and the laws that I broke, the risks that I took, the hospital bills I accrued, the criminal fines, the legal fees. I mean, just the, pro just the production budget and the promotion, you know, preparing to get it out was like $300,000, man. If you count wow. hospital bills, lawyer fees, criminal Shit. fines, restitution, then uh, it's, it's arguably closer to a half a million. So I've never spent more money on anything I've ever done in my entire life. And I don't regret a fucking penny of it. And I don't, I don't regret one penny of it. It, it came out even better than I, than I hoped it would. How much work actually goes into going back through all of your old... Because by the looks of it, you had like hundreds of tapes. Do you, did you have to like yeah. employ someone to get all that in order? It's, it's into the thousands. And... Um, <laughs> to uh 
I mean, I have a general sense, you know, for all the drugs I did, for how much I've hit my head, um, it's really surprising how, uh, you know, my, my memory is better than one might imagine. Um, I have a pretty good sense of what was captured on film over the years, but then at the same time, um, as we digitize, we've got this little deck that you take the old mini DV tapes, you put it in and digitize the yeah. footage. Yeah. And uh, we, we, we kind of systematically just digitize all the time because there's so much, we'll never get through it all. And in doing so, it's not uncommon that things are like, wow, I mean, shoot, I can't remember that. Or, you know, I didn't realize that was on, on film. So uh, it's, it's, a, it's a, a tough balance between telling stories and putting stuff out because there have been indicated, you know, incidences where we, we put out this story, the, the video of telling some story, and then later discover, oh, my God, look at this. We could have had that in there. Um, but uh, for yeah. the most part, I think we got, we got it all right. So, yeah, it's kept to keep track of how much there is. And, and, and there have been times when people say, oh, dude, you should have a movie about you. You know, and, I'm, and I always say it'd be a little bit pointless to make a movie about me when everything's on fucking video already. You know? <laughs> like, uh, there's not, like, it'd be a little bit of a letdown. But, uh, but in any case. So, dude, so the slow mo guys just keeps going, huh? It's a, it's a little bit harder at the moment because Dan lives in the UK and because of COVID, we can't really get together. So, I've been doing some solo ones, but yeah, we're still, we're still churning them out. Do you ever feel like, man, uh, I'm fucking trapped in slow motion? Like, uh, <laughs> I, you know, do, do you ever have like, and I'm like, man, I, like, I, I want to make videos about something other than slow motion. And, and do you ever do that? Yeah, I feel like I get that a lot where it's like, so I do a lot of video game stuff with Rooster Teeth, so that, that outlet's fine. Obviously, I've got the slow-mo stuff, but uh, yeah, you know, it's, it is a, a niche, really, so I do have to stay within those realms, because usually if you change what you do on a channel, if I just made a video that had nothing to do with slow motion, I doubt it would get any views. But uh, I do still enjoy it, because we don't, we don't make a ton of videos. I hope that doesn't come up as a criticism or a negative comment, because it's so fucking great what you do. I'm, I'm such a genuine fan. It's just that I think more, Thanks, more of a curiosity, you know? Yeah, I mean, the, there is like, still still stuff where it's like, like, like with your special, there is a lot of stuff I can't do because it's on YouTube, like uh, more extreme stuff. Like our stuff is, even our stunts are like very tame <laughs> in the grand scheme of all stunts. Even, even like the one we did with you, that was demonetized just because of how dangerous it was. But, you know, it's still absolutely worth, <laughs> was absolutely worth doing. Get... But the stuff we do... Oh wait, did the backflip get demonetized or the subsequent one where we set my head on fire? Yeah, the backflip one eventually got demonetized. Oh, because, okay. uh, well, it's I really like, wasn't... Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's... You're a professional, you're doing, you're doing stunts as a right. professional, but I guess right. they just don't want a, a kid finding it necessarily. But still, one, it's, in my, it's in my top five videos that I've ever made just because of, uh, just cause of oh, the fun we had I doing it. It's like a, it's such a chill day. Are you in Austin yeah, still? Yeah, we're in Austin. Yeah. yeah, all of you guys. Are, are you in the same studio? No, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in my spare bedroom, and I, I don't know where, where Gavin <laughs> nice. is right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm nice. in my office, but usually we, uh, we all work together. Right, okay. Yeah, I suppose uh, Joe Rogan is moving to Austin, huh? Yeah, I don't know when that's, that's happening. It's supposed to be pretty soon that uh, he's moving his podcast uh, down here. And I yeah. think some other uh, uh, comic podcasters were also talking about making the move as well. I'm curious to see how that's right. going to affect like the comedy scene or even the podcasting scene uh here in right. austin like if that if that has a kind of uh 
like <clears throat> magnetism to it or not, but we'll see. I, I mean, mean, we've been, we've been here, we've been podcasting and... here for so long now. <laughs> it's uh, we've been doing our podcast for, uh, 12 years now, this December will be 12 years that we've been doing it. So wow, yeah, it's been, it's been a really long time. Holy cow. And it's been called the Rooster Teeth podcast the whole time. Oh, well, we called it the drunk tank at first, uh, like for the first <laughs> hundred episodes or so, but of course we couldn't get any advertisers. So we renamed it the Rooster right. Teeth podcast. And then we, we were able to get some advertising. Same thing like Gavin's talking about with monetization and demonetization, same kind of shit, different platform. You guys have been podcasting longer than Joe Rogan. It's crazy. Maybe, but like I, I've known Gavin forever. Like, wh wh when did we meet Gavin? How how old were you when we met? You were like fifteen, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was a big fan of Rooster Teeth uh, for their online content back in the day. So I eventually finagled it so I could move to Austin and work with them. And I I started the Slummer Guys in, in order to help me get a visa to do that. Um, so nice. That was, that's how I've been involved so long. But you, Steve, don't you have a, you're like half British, right? Or you, you have like a, a bunch of passports because you're technically. I do. Like a, a, I was mm. born in England, so I'm British. I have a British passport. My mom was born in Canada, so I have a Canadian passport. My father was born in the States, so I have an American passport. Three total. I wonder how you get a fourth. You can marry. Yeah, right. <laughs> huh? You would think. While we're talking about podcasting, too, I would like to point out that I have steve-o's wild ride yeah i'm new to the bandwagon of podcasting um actually uh just putting up my 20th episode do you do you like podcasting i do man i do like podcasting i found the experience to be so different than i expected initially it was just a pure sense of dread that i was gonna have to ask people will you do my podcast when that's been such an annoying question to me for so long <laughs> you know i really resisted it for that reason i didn't want to have to ask people to come on my podcast and that was why uh the only way i could bring myself to do it was to buy this uh this class b motorhome which affords me the ability to drive the studio to the guest and, and make it more um, convenient for them. You know, whenever, wherever you want, we'll bring the studio to you. And that's why it's called Wild Ride, because uh, it's literally a ride. And um, yeah, so so I thought that, that it would be annoyed that the booking is is anxiety inducing. It does. Uh, but I thought it would be um, you know, like a lot of work that that, that was going to be this obligation. I thought it would be worth it because, uh, you know, I would expand my audience somehow or really get more engagement from, from my audience. And in, in reality, the way it turned out from the first podcast, I discovered that I was just so fucking bad at it, you know, like <laughs> with just the, you know, and, and I, I came to realize that it's not a lot of work, that I genuinely enjoy doing it but that I need so much help in, in this, you know, that, that I now view podcasting as, as an exercise in, in just improving my communication skills, you know, um, I'm grateful for that too. Yeah. Back in the day when we first started, uh, I was our one man podcast department. I'd have to, uh, you know, ground up all the guests. I'd do all the audio editing, post it all. And uh, it was such a giant pain in the ass. I can't imagine like jumping into that all over again. <laughs> yeah, now we have a department. We got, we got, you know, our producers on the line who are helping out doing all that stuff, which I'm eternally grateful to them because I can't imagine uh, like, like you're doing right now, just like being like, I want to do a podcast and starting up and just being like, all right, here we go. Like, like, how do you even begin to approach that nowadays? 
but I like the way you're approaching it with, you know, making your own studio in an RV and driving around. I, I've, I've been I've been thinking about renting an RV and driving around and, and doing something, oh, dude. something like that. I can't tell you how much I love this thing. I just can't tell you. Now, initially, I bought this little camper van, like literally like a little tiny minivan. And uh, we would podcast while driving around. We would have suction cups in the windows, which placed mm-hmm. a microphone right in between our face and an airbag. So if we got in any oh fucking, you know, if we got in any accident, like, boom, the, the microphone would just go straight through our skull. And it was so bad. And and the idea of trying to have a conversation and, you know, while being distracting by driving, you know, let alone if uh, for any reason the guest is, like, offended or, or, or for any other reason needs to cut it short. It's like, oh, okay, let me just drive you back, <laughs> you know, if I <laughs> felt like that. <laughs> Yeah, that would be really, really awkward and kidnappy, you know. So, um, so, so that was, and it was an important test run to to figure it out, you know, to discover that that didn't work, and and so then I realized that I had to get a bigger RV, and and um, it actually happened that I got into tattooing. I became like a, an apprentice underneath the professional tattoo artist. And uh, I really was enjoying tattooing. So I thought, let me get a, a larger uh, van, like an actual Class B RV, and I'll use it as a traveling tattoo shop <clears throat> and podcast studio. And I mean, dude, whenever I'm not podcasting, and we haven't really gotten the tattoo thing going because of COVID, but uh, dude, I use this thing so much, man. I'm crazy about it. I just, I look at my calendar, just looking, longing for three days that I can just fuck off and go, you know. I think that's like the ultimate way to uh, to travel right now, especially with COVID and like yeah. not being able to interact with people. It's like, you got your own like little kitchen in there. You got your own bathroom in there. It's like, you can just right. go wherever you want. You, you want to stop somewhere, you just pull over, go to sleep, take a dump, whatever take you want to do, you know, but <laughs> like you're totally, you're totally self-sufficient. Completely, man. Completely. I remember like, and, and I got, I, I got this thing in January. And so I mean, the end of January, I got it. And, and like a month after that was the, the shutdown. And so I was just loving it, dude. I'd go out in the middle of nowhere. I took a picture with the RV, you know, and like, everyone's like, Oh dude, you just, you know, stay at home, you know, and I'm like, fuck face, I am at home, dude. It's my motor <laughs> home. <laughs> you know? Like, fuck you. Yeah, how about yeah. this COVID thing? It turns out that I tested positive for the antibodies and I have no idea when I ever uh, So you had, had it then COVID at some point. That's crazy. Without, well, that's good that without, you had, had no symptoms. Yeah. None. I had, I had no inkling that Never once did I feel even slightly sick. I was shocked to learn that that I have the antibodies. But now I get to be a, a real hero to go and uh, donate plasma to help uh, convalescent people. That's cool. I've been thinking about getting <laughs> yeah. the antibody test just to see as well. Like I, you like in your case, like you wouldn't right. know. You know, I've, I've been thinking about getting it just for the hell of it. Like maybe I got it and I didn't have any idea. But of course, no, right. like of course, I, I don't have it. <laughs> Apparently, it's forty percent of people who have COVID are asymptomatic. So damn near half so of everybody is—I uh, know—and it makes it really difficult. I mean, the whole situation is difficult, and and it, like, just what it—it uh, 
it, it's not just a health crisis, man. It is a like a, it is a real monkey wrench to every every bit of the fucking world as we know it, man. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's what? rough, dude. It's really rough. That's why but I on the bright side, we still have the internet. We yeah, we could still talk with you this way. I, I think <laughs> right. Gavin was probably about to say the exact same sure. thing. Sure. Yeah. Right, and and it worked yeah. out pretty pretty well for me. I mean, you know, as soon as the lockdown happened, I, you know, thank God I have, you know, podcasting to to keep me busy. Like it's really been a big thing for the during this pandemic. Like I, you know. I've got my RV and I can go on trips. I can podcast. I've got my, my YouTube channel has been, been really helpful. And then, and finally I, I uh, was able to set up this distribution for my new comedy special on my website. So I'm, I'm peddling filth. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when it's all done with, we should, uh, we should collab on a slow-mo tattoo or something. Cause it looks uh, dude, crazy. Love Have that. you seen those? Like oh! the needles go flying in. Yeah, I've just finished a, a pitch for a uh, an actual tattoo show, which would have me drive cross country, um, tattooing people along the way and getting it. So it'll be a road trip show. It'll be a stunt show. It'll be a tattoo show. Um, and I'm really excited about this pitch, but I I'm sure that the, that the uh, path we would take across the country brings us through Texas. So absolutely, yeah. that would be that would be an absolutely fantastic stop along the way to hook up with you guys. And where's Waco too? Because I wanted to go to that wave pool and surf. Waco's just that, north of Austin. It's about a hundred miles north of Austin. Totally worth it to me to drive that hundred miles. It's crazy how Texas is so so big. Like I just learned that El Paso is closer to San Diego than. Some other city in Texas. Probably then like to Houston or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, right. it, There's a real fuck you sign when you're uh, driving uh, on I-10, when you're coming uh, into Texas from the east, uh, when you're coming in uh, via Louisiana on I-10, there's a sign that says like Houston, 100 miles or whatever, and then El Paso, 1,000 miles. And you know, it's like, you know, they just put that <laughs> sign there. To, to like drive home how big this how big it is like nobody who's driving in at that point is like i wonder how far el paso is from here it's just like a fuck you that's how far you have it's to go to get brag. out of the state yeah yeah so great so quick question just because out of out of curiosity but you guys clearly have a multi-cam system going are you editing it in real time where you're not even going to worry about which angles get chosen for the uh the final cut or are you gonna go ahead and, and and recut it all together after the fact that's a that's a question for our producer i think they do uh <laughs> they have the capability to do some cutting but i think for the most part they try to keep it line cut like as if we can keep it like this you know as little right. editorial as you know we can get a much quicker turnaround i think they try to keep it like this if possible we usually do always record our individual audio so that we can Right. clean up moments where we're talking all over each other because of shitty internet connection and stuff like that yeah yeah video is right. usually just pretty on the fly right okay yeah i mean that, that that's crucial yeah having separate audio tracks but i'm interested in the multi-cam because i've got another little sort of a pet project which we just started working on yesterday um which is called steve-o's game room and uh we actually set up a, a multi-cam system to document um a ping pong battle last night and um i'm gonna be hosting i'm gonna be hosting this magical event it's called 
the celebrity ping pong championship of the entire world. (laughs) 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 And uh, it's actually something that's been going on for some time. And I have defended my title of celebrity ping pong champion of the entire world. Uh, I believe three times I've, I I took the title from the comedian Adam Ray. Then I defended the title against uh, the rapper Machine Gun Kelly. And then I defended the title again against the, the workaholics uh, star Blake Anderson. And, um, mm. and, and, we, it, and it, it's gone. Uh, I haven't been challenged in some time. I'm, yeah, we're going to be doing so, that at my house now. So, so multi-cam is, and, and, I, and, and as we did the, the game room multi-cam, I started wondering, hmm, would it make sense to do multi-cam while we record the podcast in the van? Let's say if we're on Zoom, you know, that, would that save us editing time later? And it sounds like yeah. the answer is yes. All right. Well, uh, I want to go ahead and uh, uh, wrap things up. I want to say a big thank you to Steve-O for uh, taking time to talk with us. And just a reminder, his uh, comedy special is out. You can go to stevo.com. Definitely check out the trailer. Uh, You can buy it and stream the uh, the special right now. Yeah. Please go to stevo.com because I spent so much goddamn money on it. I think it's so (laughs) fucking good. I, I, think I think it's so so good and it's so filthy and and uh, I, I just I appreciate you guys for helping me promote that and also um, when we first started you said something about like we'll talk for fifteen minutes and clearly we've been talking for way longer. Oh, yeah. If uh, <laughs> I if I if I kept you longer than I should have, apologies. But it was uh, it was genuinely genuinely a treat to talk to you guys. I really no no it. not at all. It's it's uh, it's our honor. Yeah, I've been a fan since I watched you. Uh, front flip off a diving board wearing stilts dressed as a clown <laughs> nice. when, I was, when I was about 14 years old probably yeah i appreciate it so much man i appreciate it so much i'm sure it can it can stand a great deal of editing but i think uh i think we've made we've made some interesting uh podcast yeah. content here i assume i shouldn't watch your special uh, while i'm eating well, i probably should have it after dinner <laughs> that's uh right that's uh, yeah okay <laughs> Unless you want to shed some pounds, maybe watch it before dinner. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little quarantine diet for you. Yeah, you know, if if, if like so many of us, you've put on the (laughs) COVID-19. All right, well, thanks so much, Steve. And uh, thanks everyone for watching. Go to Steve.com. Yeah, for sure. All right. Oh, yeah, man. Thank you, See you soon, Steve. Fuck yeah. Hey, take care, bro. Bye.